Hello, this is Michael Novenson with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined by Hassan Aman. He is the CEO of Obsidian Security. Good afternoon, Hassan. How are you? Good. Good afternoon, Michael. Thanks for having me today. Thanks so much for speaking with me. I wanted to ask you, I know this spring you had raised a close to $90 million Series C funding round led by Menlo Ventures. What have you done with the money since that round closed? When we raised the money, one of the things that we talked quite a bit about is how SaaS security has significant surface area from a risk and threat perspective. And one of the significant topics within SaaS security is how applications are connected with other applications and how that creates certain amount of risk as well as exposure from a threat perspective. So we have invested a lot over the last few months in terms of building out a view that would allow enterprises for the very first time be able to see how their SaaS applications are talking to other SaaS applications and potentially if there is a breach where a supply chain attack results in a SaaS breach to be able to recognize. Building up that platform, what does that entail? Well, we needed to understand connectivity between the SaaS applications. We needed to understand different threat vectors that are related to these integration points. For example, OAuth tokens being stolen, right? great example of such a breach is actually SolarWinds, which happened almost two years ago now. But uh, SolarWinds, which was a supply chain attack, many believe resulted in Mimecast getting breached, which also resulted in certain O365 environments getting breached. Now, the reason O365 environment got breached is because there were valid certificates within Mimecast that was used by that attacker to get into O365. We are building capability to be able to recognize that breach. When an attacker gets into an application like Mimecast, but is able to use valid certificates or OAuth tokens to be able to breach another application. What are some of the challenges associated with detecting a breach like that? At the end of the day, you have to be able to understand what is normal in terms of the data movement between SaaS applications, the sources of access. So as you model that for many, many enterprises, you can model out what normal is. So and based on that, you can then start detecting what a potential attack may look like, where a valid token is being used, but the behaviors or the activities using the token is very different than the normal activities. And the source of those activities are also different. So I'd love to get a little bit more color then in terms of the work you've done, the platform you've built out with the Series C funding. What specific innovations have you had? And then I'd love to a little bit more color on some of the use cases you're hoping it'll address. When we think about our platform, one of the things that, uh, that we, we recognize is that CISOs out there no longer are looking for point solutions. They want a platform that would allow them to solve for many different topics on a particular category per se. And in our world, the category we are focused on is SaaS. We see the different topics being the these integrations. Secondarily, we see topics around posture management, which has been talked about over the last three to four years. So we are constantly enhancing our capabilities in posture risk recognition and coverage of SaaS applications and so on. So like in the last three to four months, we have extended our coverage on uh, for, for DocuSign, we are extending our coverage for you know, other applications. In addition to that, 
we had uh, made significant investment in terms of recognizing user compromise and insider threat, which we think uh, is the third pillar of this topic. So we have enhanced our ability to be able to recognize token theft, which is a user account compromise topic for Microsoft, for Okta. Now we are extending it for one login and so on. So these are all things that allows a CISO to be able to have a comprehensive coverage across all different topics of SaaS security and risk. So from a SaaS application standpoint, what's the importance of adding additional applications like Dropbox? If you think about it from a perspective of data, majority of the data, probably 80-90% of an enterprise's data are living in 20-30 core SaaS applications. Although we have a framework to be able to add coverage for the long tail of SaaS applications, we believe it's very important to build out depth of coverage in the core SaaS applications because that represents 90% of the risk and threat to enterprises. And then from a user credential standpoint, what what are some of the biggest security risk or issues associated with that? If you think about how logging in or single sign are evolving, right, most you know, enterprises are no longer dependent on user ID password. They would have MFA, et cetera, to be able to secure their accounts. But when we are doing that, you still need to represent a session, a valid session, once you have uh, authenticated into through an Okta or Azure Active Directory or through one login or ping identity and so on. And these sessions are represented by a token. We believe that is the future vulnerability where attackers are stealing these valid session tokens by breaching an endpoint or a browser through malware and, and using that token to be able to access SaaS applications. So credential stuffing attacks and so on, which is just relevant if you have user ID password as, as credentials, we feel like is a thing of the past because enterprises are evolving into hardening their authentication uh, paradigm. Why are those tokens so pernicious? Why, why do you feel that presents such a big opportunity for attackers if they're able to get their hands on them? You get access to a token, you can access any SaaS application that is sit sitting behind that single sign-on platform, that identity access management platform. And the reality is that you can reduce the length of the se session, so the validity of the token, but you always have to have sessions because if you don't have sessions, your users would have to log in every time they're accessing a SaaS application, which would defeat the point of having you know, single sign-on or identity access management. So we just think that it's a problem that is going to exist and it's, it's going to have a lifetime. So attackers are continuously going to be evolve in terms of how to steal tokens and how to be able to leverage those tokens quickly to be able to get into SaaS applications and access valuable data. So if you'd mentioned getting into posture management and SaaS security posture management, and I was wondering, what does the market landscape look like there? I know it's a derivative off of CSPM cloud security posture management. How would you assess the SSPM landscape and where do you see Obsidian fitting in vis-a-vis either more established or other startup peers? Yeah, I think that we are honestly in the early innings of how posture management or SaaS security and posture management will be defined. I think that the industry is evolving 
to to a deeper understanding and having a broader definition of SaaS security posture management. At the very beginning, it was just about configuration drift. Now that has evolved into privilege, data visibility, account compromise, integration compromise, integration risk. We see awareness in the market increasing significantly from last year to this year. Gartner actually this year came out with a hype cycle for the very first time for SaaS security posture management. So I just think that that's going to keep on. And I think that over the next one year, we would like to believe we will lead the charge in uh, in helping the security ecosystem define SaaS security and posture management in the most beneficial way for CISOs and CIOs out there. So what do you feel is the difference in terms of how you're approaching it at Obsidian versus either companies that have been in the posture management space for a while or other startups? We have approached this problem from a perspective of we know what we know today, but we also don't know many different things in terms of what is going to be risk or threats to the SaaS ecosystem. When we built our architecture, when we built our data structure, what we made sure that it is extensible enough such that we can solve for many different use cases. And there's a lot of agility as we expand on our use cases. And I think that's allowing us to bring to market the broadest coverage in terms of threats and risks related to SaaS. And I think that this advantage will continue as we spend more and more on R&D. We will cover more and more topics and ultimately provide a complete coverage around security and threats to SaaS. Other than building something in a way where it is meant to be a point solution for posture, meant to be point solution for integration, or point solution for compromise, our architecture is built to be able to represent the ecosystem in a way that we can solve for all of these use cases and beyond. I wanted to ask you, in terms of Series C raised, I want to hear about some of the uses of funding both from a geographic expansion standpoint, from a go-to-market standpoint, how are you hoping to use the money to help Obsidian grow its presence? Thanks for the question, Michael. We have opened up our office in UK, and uh, we now have engineering in UK. We also have sales presence in, in UK. We are expanding into Middle East, and next we will expand into uh, APCJ. So not only we have strengthened our presence in North America from a go-to-market perspective, coverage in Canada as well as U.S., but uh, we now have a strong presence in in U.K. and uh, look forward to going to Middle East as well as Australia in the next two three months. What do you think is the biggest thing that CISOs overlook when it comes to SaaS security and application security? CISOs are still thinking through how to rationalize all that they have bought over the last few years and thinking how they could extend a particular solution to be able to solve for SaaS. I think you you can do certain things by extending a legacy solution, but SaaS, because it is living in an island, it's the very first time all of your data is living outside of your perimeter, trying to extend legacy architecture to solve for SaaS just ends up being incomplete and very expensive. But I think CISOs are starting to recognize that you, you have to approach the SaaS topic differently, and it requires different uh, architecture and innovation. You can't just extend legacy architecture to be able to solve for it. I think that's kind of the revelation that is taking place in the, in the community right now. Finally here, I wanted to hear 
what should CISOs be watching for from Obsidian as we head into 2023 here? What's on the roadmap? Completeness in coverage across all of these use cases, coverage over long tail, ease of integration into pre-existing workflows, being able to take action directly from Obsidian, Obsidian taking actions on behalf of the customer so that they actually don't have to use worry about people and processes and so on. I think all of this is going to come together in a very mature way as we head into 2023. Absolutely. Hassan, thank you so much for the time here. Thank you, Michael. appreciate the opportunity. Of course. We've been speaking with Hassan Imam. He is the CEO of Obsidian Security. For Information Security Media Group, this is Michael Novenson. Have a nice day.